Sri Vishnu Sahasranama, name 939, is Vyadisha. You may wonder, well, what does that mean? It's not a common word. Well, I'll tell you. Vyadisha means to distribute, to divide among, to appoint, to dispatch to any place or duty, to direct or order or command, according to Monia Williams' Sanskrit to English Dictionary. The word Adesh means command or instruction. So the explanation of this name can be derived based on either of these or both, he bestows diverse benefits on devotees from all directions. Prashabhata explains this name to mean one who establishes the demigods up to the level of Brahma and Rudra in their respective functions. He puts them on the... Who decides who's going to be Brahma? Who gives the role to Shiva? They're not independent. Vishnu appoints them in their position and gives them, okay, you do this, you do that, this is for you, this is your jurisdiction, this is your portfolio. So it's very clear. We don't find the demigods fighting among each other over what they should be doing. It's very clearly understood. That's a great advantage of the Varnashram system. Everyone's role is clearly defined and everyone knows what they have to do. And all the different functions required for human society are covered. Uh, it's known who should do them, who is responsible for them. And it works like that. And that goes way up to the demigods also. Everyone has their particular function to perform. They're responsible to do it. And they do it. And the universe runs on. Another reason that Krishna, Vishnu, gives different roles to, or, or another aspect, we can say, of Vishnu giving different roles to different demigods is to accommodate various people with various desires so that they worship one demigod for this, another demigod for something else, uh, or different desires or, or different tastes for worship, uh, worshippers in the mode, mode of ignorance. They worship the ghastly forms of the demigods, such as Kalabhairava or Chamundi, or Kali, and even though their worship is at a very uh, oh, a, a ghastly uh, uh, chinnamastaka, the, the form of Shakti, 
who's got her heads cut off, is holding the dripping bloody heads. You may say, well, that's really... What's that got to do with spirituality? And the answer is not much (laughs) at all. But it establishes even people with on such a low level of consciousness in worship. They're worshiping. They're recognizing there's a superior power. They're regulated by the worship so that they just don't become completely whimsical and wild. The Vedic culture established by the Supreme Personality of Godhead and followed by him to a large extent. Of course, he doesn't have to follow it, but he does himself prefer to operate within that. It's most suitable and most beneficial for all the living beings, especially those in the human form of life. And even for people who are a long way from Brahma Jignasa, the beginning or the entry into spiritual understanding or spiritual life is to inquire about it. People who are a long way away from that, who have many material desires. We have many material desires. Narottam Das says, Hoya Mayar Das Korinana Obhilash. Those who are established in pure devotional service to Krishna their desires are all focused on pleasing Krishna, on serving Krishna. But when we become a servant of Maya, or we falsely think that we're independent, then we have so many desires. So another reason that Vishnu establishes the different demigods in their respective positions is to cater to the multifarious desires of the conditioned souls for their ultimate benefit. It's foolish to worship demigods if we know that our real benefit comes from worshiping Krishna. But demigod worship is for foolish people to help to bring them to a better level gradually and to regulate them so that they don't fall into non-Vedic means total irregulation and just living completely like animals. Vishnu established the demigods in their various positions, so offerings are made to them which are ultimately meant for him. Uh, Just like Srila Prabhupada explained, The guru is like a tax collector that people or the disciples, they worship him, they offer things to him, but he offers everything through the parampara system up to Krishna. So in the same way, the demigods are aware that Vishnu is supreme. Vishnu bhakta smito daiva. Uh, the very definition of a godly person is that they're a devotee of Vishnu. So their consciousness, 
is within Krishna consciousness. They, they may be themselves sarkama bhaktas. They have material desires themselves, but they know that Vishnu is supreme. So they accept offerings from their devotees and they accept offerings in the consciousness that I am subordinate to Vishnu. So there's some benefit there. It's indirect. It's avidhi purvakam, Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. It's not the really proper way to worship because the really proper way to worship is to directly worship him. But it has its utility. Therefore, he establishes that. He doesn't recommend it because it's better to worship him directly. But on, on another level, he does recommend it because it's a lot better than not recognizing any superior power and worshiping the demigods puts one within the Vedic system, which is all centered around Vishnu. Of course, this demigod worship has been there in ancient cultures throughout the world, but they're not if they're not directly within the Vedic culture, then the worship of the the Norse gods, the ancient Norse gods, the ancient Egyptian gods, Greek, Roman, it's not as beneficial because there's no clear, direct link with or uh, even knowledge of the existence of Vishnu. Now, another meaning of Vyadisha is that it's the same as Vidisha the previous name. He bestows different benefits based on people's various karmas and desires. Or he bestows whatever is desired by the devotees. Again, the example of Gajendra. Gajendra got what he wanted, the opportunity to offer the lotus flower at the feet of his most worshipable, most desirable, most loving Lord, the four-handed Vishnu, who arrived on the back of Garuda. The crocodile, in, in his consciousness as a crocodile, he was only conscious of being a crocodile, but he was benefited by having his curse removed Vishnu himself, by enacting this pastime, was very happy to demonstrate again that more than anything he is concerned with the protection of his devotees. And we, the, you could say, the ordinary devotees or the aspiring devotees, we also get that which is desirable, namely, namely the opportunity to hear about another entrancing pastime of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We get the contamination in our hearts removed by hearing this pastime, by thinking of uh, Bhagavan relieving Gajendra from his awkward position so in one pastime, with one act, Bhagavan Vishnu has given his blessings, his benediction, he's, 
shown his magnanimity in one way or another to everyone involved, including his own self, because he also likes to perform pastimes. Vamana is another example, Bhagavan's Vamana avatar, of how he, Vishnu, bestows benefits to different people in different ways. He, he distributes different benefits in different ways. This example is given by Valagudi Krishna. He himself, Bhagavan, as Vamana, was, became satisfied that he had fulfilled Indra's desire. Indra was satisfied that he got his desire fulfilled. Bali Maharaj was happy that he got the opportunity to give charity to the Supreme Lord himself. Everyone in all the th worlds got the blessings of his holy feet and the, those blessings are still uh, his home because his, his right foot went above the whole universe, crossed the whole universe, and up to the present day, we get the benefit of Ganga flowing from the hole in the universe that he made in the heavenly worlds, Mandakini. In here, in this Bharata Varsha, we have Ganga. She's known as Ganga. Then again, at Ganga Sagar, going down to the lower worlds, Bhogavati, everyone is blessed by the water, the Charanamrita, from his holy lotus feet. The devotees are very happy to sing the praise of those holy feet that are everything for the devotees. And even the Shastras themselves were happy because the Shastras we also know from the Bhagavatam 10th Canto, prayers of the personified Vedas, the Vedas themselves are personified. They were happy to, that they got the opportunity to further glorify Bhagavan and to prove their declaration that everything in the world belongs to him. We always say that Vamana cheated Bali, but not really. Uh, Bali himself was cheating by thinking this universe is under me because it actually belongs to Vamana in the first place anyway. Uh, Shankara, Shankaracharya's explanation is uh, similar to the first one we gave. He, he is the one who gives to Indra and other deities directions as appropriate to their varied functions. He's unique in his commanding power. No, no one else can tell Brahma, you do this. Who can say that? Even Hiranyakashipu, so powerful, could only request Brahma from boons. He kind of boxed him into a corner in which he was almost obliged to give them. But who can tell Brahma what to do, Shiva what to do, Indra what to do? He's unique in as much as he can do that. We're all under his command. Everyone 
and everything is under his command. Not a blade of grass moves without his sanction or his order. He knows everything that's going on. He knows what's going on and it goes on according to his order. We have more than once in the Srimad Bhagavatam uh, verses which say that everything is under his direction just like a bull is controlled by a rope in its nose. From Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 13, Text 42, Yatagavo nasi protas tantyam badhas chadamabhi vaktantyam namabhir badha vahanti balim ishituhu. Srila Prabhupada's translation. As a cow bound through the nose, tethered by a long rope, is conditioned. So also human beings are bound by different Vedic injunctions and are conditioned to obey the orders of the Supreme. Yeah, you get the body of a crocodile, you have to think and act like a crocodile. Get the body of an ant and you have to think and act like an ant. It's all under the orders of the Supreme, under the control, under the arrangement of the Supreme. Another meaning of the word vyadish <coughs> is uh, unpacked in a different way altogether. <coughs> uh, is that he gives happiness to Garuda, particularly Garuda. Vi refers to Garuda. Exactly how that happens, I don't know. Vinata, he's... Vainataya, he's the son of Vinata. So he gives happiness to Garuda. Garuda is very happy to be the carrier of the Supreme Lord. Vishnu Vahana, the carrier of the Supreme Lord. Just like the, the uh, elephant Keshava at Guru Vayur who passed away some years ago. He was an elephant, but he, among the several elephants, they keep quite a few elephants at Guru Vayur Temple, Temple of Krishna. He, would, he knew he was the carrier of the deity when the deity went out in procession. And he wouldn't let any other elephant do it. He was very happy and proud to be the carrier of Vishnu, Krishna, Guru Vayarapam. Baladev Vidya Bhushan, he says, again, in relation to the pastime of Krishna with Brahma, after Brahma had foolishly, we may dare say, stolen the calves and cows, calves and cowherd boys of Krishna. Uh, <clears throat> he explains it that, well, he explains it in relation to the previous name, which Baladeva explains, Avidesha. 
he doesn't give any verbal direction. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't give any direction to Brahma except just to gesture, to go. That's all. And Vyadisha, Baladev explains, that he does give <clears throat> various directions, instructions, guidelines to Brahma on various topics about how to perform his function in the universe. Vishnu directs Brahma in all these things. Uh, so Vyadisha, he does give directions, but in this case, uh, it was just exactly proper and apt for him to do only this much. I instructed you in so many ways. I gave you so many directions on what to do. You should know better than to do this foolish thing of stealing my cows and my calves and cowherd boys. So just go. That's all. Get out. Get out. Go. Of course, it's also a pastime of Krishna that he was, by taking the form of the cowherd boys and calves, he was able to please his devotees, the mothers of the cowherd boys, his mothers and the fathers, uh, please them in a very special way. But anyway, Leela is often very complex. Uh, so just this point is being touched by Baladev Vidyabhushan in his commentary. Vancha kalpatharubhyas charkipa sindhubhya evacha patita anam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha.